While I'm not a party game kind of person, I do appreciate their approachability. When trying to start a group at your office, you might have some success with games that are different from apples to apples or catchphrase. Endless Games publishes games that I have found to be very entertaining with coworkers. They are very rules light, have a short playtime, and typically can hold a decent number of players. Some are team games, some are individual games. Endless Games has a wide variety of game offerings. In this episode, I'm going to look at four games that I have from Endless Games. AKA, also known as, 60 Second Slam, Everybody Knows, and Horror Trivia. Welcome back to Eat Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. So let's take a look at these four games from Endless Games. Rule Clarity. All four of these games come with a single sheet of rules. Most of the sheets of paper are not even whole 8.5 by 11 sheets. There are very little rules to these games, and the rules are quite clear. Time to explain to newcomers. As I mentioned in the opening, all these games are very light on rules. You can teach them while taking them out of the box. And that only takes a minute. Gameplay. Alright, first up, AKA, also known as. It sports a 6.2 with 9 ratings on BoardGameGeek. This game requires at least 3 people with one person playing as the host of the game. The group is divided into two teams. The host draws a card from the 324 cards in the main round deck and reads aloud the category and the AKA. Some examples of the cards might be the category is type of vehicle. The clue is footlong sandwich. The answer is submarine. Or country music legend Carson Money. Answer being, of course, Johnny Cash. Johnny Carson, money being cash. A city in Italy, the clue is Wander. The answer is Rome. All right, I'm going to read one more of these so you can stop groaning after every one of these. The category is Mountain Range. The clue is Kaufman and Warhol. And, of course, the answer is the Andes. The first person to raise their hand gets a chance to answer the question. If correct, one point to that team. If not correct, no points and a new card is drawn. This continues until one team has five points. That triggers the final round. In this round, the host draws two cards from the 162 cards in the final round deck. The two categories are presented to the winning team from the main round. Whichever category is chosen, the other team gets the leftover one. The losing team goes first. A 60-second timer is set, and it becomes a yelling free-for-all. Well, in my office, anyway. The final round has seven AKAs for the topic. Every player can shout answers at the host who reads them one at a time. When the first one is answered, on to the second, and so forth. A team can choose to pass on a clue. When all seven are answered correctly or time runs out, it is the winning team's turn to do the same. 
If at the end it is a tie, the rules stipulate you shake hands and play again. I have a lot of problems with the rules for AKA, also known as. The main round seems to be pretty much pointless as it gives you a small advantage of choosing the topic in the final round. Then the final round can end in a tie? Not in my office. We found that shortening the time in the final round was better and ties were broke based on who won the main round. That put a little bit more emphasis on trying to win the main round. Next up, 60 Second Slam. It has a 5.9 with 22 ratings on BoardGameGeek. This game reminds me of an exercise that I used to play in grade school. It is a mix of that exercise and categories. Each player is given a score sheet and a pencil. Then the moderator takes a top card off the stack of 50 cards and reads aloud either the yellow category or the blue category. To make things fair, it is suggested that the color be chosen before flipping the card to keep the moderator, who is also a player, from having an advantage. Once the category is read aloud, the 60 second sand timer is flipped and each player, up to six, tries to name things from the category that start with each letter of the alphabet. The score sheet has A through Z on it. At the end of the 60 seconds, answers are compared. For each unique answer a player has, a point is scored. If two or more players have the same answer, no one scores points for that answer. After five rounds, the player with the most points wins the game. There is some level of strategy to 60 Second Slam. You can only answer one word for each letter. Do you list the obvious to prevent points from being scored, or do you try and be unique to score points and assume everyone has listed apple for A in the category of things from the supermarket and you go with avocado? Personally, I'd go with asparagus. Well, the game comes with a sand timer, we found that a cell phone timer with an obnoxious buzzer sound works way better. That way, no one has to be distracted by watching the sand timer. Thirdly, we have Everybody Knows with a 5.6 rating with 11 ratings on Board Game Geek. In this game, you can either play in groups or individuals depending on the number of players that you have. The scoreboard holds six. The game is played over five rounds of 60 seconds. In this game, a player draws one of the 336 cards to read to the other team. Each card contains 10 random trivia questions covering everything. The supplied 60 second timer is flipped and the fun begins. The questions are read, and for each correct answer, the scorekeeper checks off the corresponding box. For each one missed or passed, no points are scored, but the skipped or missed questions can be returned to if time allows, just like in Family Feud. After five rounds, the team or individual with the most points wins. In my office, we decided that 40 seconds was better, for a full minute seemed just a little bit too long. It is amazing how your mind can go completely blank on everyday knowledge when you're under a time crunch and pressure. Lastly, Horror Trivia. It has a 5.0 rating on BoardGameGeek. I will warn you, you must be a huge horror fan to make it in this game. I am not, and I suffered for it. Each of the 150 cards has an icon on it. It could be a machete, axe, chainsaw, crucifix, or crossbow. The object of the game is to be the first individual or team to collect three different weapon icons. In order to accomplish this, the reader takes the top card and reads the top question. If the team or individual gets it correct, the reader then moves on to the second question. If the team or individual is correct again, the card is awarded. If the first question is missed, the turn is over.
If the second question is missed, you guessed it, the turn is over. This is where the game falls apart. If the card icon is one you already have, why bother answering? If you can't answer both questions, you get nothing. The game could last a very long time. Well, of course, not if you're a horror movie buff like my coworker. Bonus game! What comes to mind is not listed anywhere. I don't know why. It has no presence on BoardGameGeek or the Endless Games website. This game requires three or more people to play. Each player is given a score sheet and a pencil. One of these 75 cards is drawn at random. The first writing prompt is read aloud. Each participant then writes what comes to mind on the score sheet. Once everyone has written their response, answers are compared. For every answer that matches someone else, the player scores a point. So if two people match, they each score one point. If three people match, they each score two points. The object is to score the most points. After all five prompts have been read and scored, the card is flipped over and a picture prompt is shown again. Again, everyone writes a response. For each match this time, however, two points are scored per person. Replayability. Being party games, the replayability is already pretty high. There are many cards, as I mentioned, in each game, so the likelihood that you will see the same card again is low. And for a few games, like What Comes to Mind and 60 Second Slam, the answers are never set in stone as there are no wrong or right answers. Artwork. There really is no artwork for these games from Endless Games. The graphic design for the score sheets, though, works well. Lunchtime Potential As I mentioned, each of these games can easily be played in a lunch hour. Many of them can be played in 30 minutes or less. Some of them are short enough that you can have players just join and leave throughout the entire lunch period. Component Quality All the game's components are standard quality. The cards are nice, but I wouldn't bother sleeving them. The pads are standard paper quality. Working at an office, I would advise making copies or scanning in a blank score sheet before running out. The sand timers are nice. I mean, there's nothing really to complain about with the component quality. They offer dry erase boards and markers for some games, pencils with others. All around, they're pretty solid games for their price point. Speaking of, bang for the buck. Each of these games from Endless Games is very affordable. AKA, also known as, can be picked up for under 20 bucks. 60 Second Slam retails for $9.99, but you can easily save a buck or two by shopping around. Everybody Knows carries an MSRP of $21.99, but like the others, you can get it for cheaper. Horror Trivia is under $15. There's a second set coming out soon, however, and it is called Horror Trivia Part 2 Deeper Cuts. I am not a huge horror movie fan, as I mentioned, so the questions were definitely far above my head. What comes to mind? Well, I received the game for free through a service I work with, Demoing Games. Apparently, you cannot purchase this game. I found one copy on eBay, no listing on Amazon, no Board Game Geek page, and the Endless Games website does not show it either. This saddens me, as it is by far my favorite game of this bunch. It does make me wonder if the game even exists. My son and I often joke that if the game does not have a Board Game Geek page, is it even a game? So in summary, while this style of game is not really my thing, I do enjoy playing a few of these. I find they're easy to get people to play. They are different enough from your standard party games. Yes, they're strategy light. No, they're not cutthroat. But does every game have to be? 
what comes to mind and everybody knows are some of my new favorite large crowd or party games. Like I said, having a few of these games in your office collection can't hurt. Having something for everyone is a great thing. You might even be able to pull in some new people to your group and build those bridges. As usual, you can reach out to me via email at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com, Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash eatlunchandboardgame, the website is www.eatlunchandboardgame.com, and remember, board games build Stay in tune with all things sports around Indiana and the nation with the Crash Course Podcast. Each week, we tackle the big storylines from the world of the Colts, Pacers, and the Indiana College scene, while also keeping a pulse on the nation. We record live weekly at twitch.tv slash 3C Media, and can be found on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard, you can catch the Crash Course Podcast. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.